with a new head coach, GM, and without some of last year's key starting players, the 2023 Cardinals are coming into camp fresh and new. Cards Camp, dawn of a new era. This is the dawn of a new era. Cardinals training camp coverage presented by Bud Light. Wolf and Luke Middays on the Arizona Sports app and 98.7. Hour number two of the show, live from the Auction Community Studios. It is a football Friday, and joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is Arizona Cardinals sideline reporter Paul Calvisi. Polly, what's going on? I just fielded a call from a former radio partner and a Denver media member, Vic Lombardi, and uh, they wanted to talk trash, audacity to talk <laughs> trash about a preseason game between the Cardinals and Broncos. So I had to set those guys straight and remind them that their Denver team hasn't made the playoffs since winning Super Bowl 50. That was seven long years ago. <laughs> and uh, they were dead last in scoring a year ago. And, oh, by the way, they still have Russell Wilson on the hook on a five-year, $245 million extension. So, you know, things are getting extremely real already, Luke. <laughs> Paulie, that is great right there. Let's start with the Denver Broncos, Paulie. What, what do you know about the Broncos and them playing their starters and how much they're going to play their starters? Here's what I know is their head coach right now has done the unthinkable. He has a lower Q rating than Daniel <laughs> Snyder, Deshaun Watson, and artificial turf combined. That, that's what I know about this, this Denver head coach. So Sean Payton says he's going to play his starters 15 to 18 snaps. He actually revealed that to the uh, media. And that yeah. supposedly includes Russell Wilson. So, okay, here we go. Yeah, you know what? I, I love that approach right there. Uh, Sean Payton is going to go out there. He's going to play everybody because, well, we're playing football. And in order to get better at football, you've got to play football. I love that. Look. Yeah. No, well, and, and guys, think about it. What has he done since the moment he took over? He has ripped the previous regime, right? I mean, relentlessly, not just the USA Today. He made other comments when he took the job that – that their training camp was a joke last year. They didn't run any one-on-one drills. They didn't run any nine-on-seven. There was no physicality. As a consequence, Denver came out and had like a record number of injuries in the first month. So, you know, Payton's got to live up to a lot of what he was barking in the offseason. Talking to Paul Calvisi, uh, Paulie, with Isaiah Simmons pretty clearly locked in at safety now. That's where this regime thinks he should be. It kind of sounds like that's where he feels like he should be as well. Uh, just what are you looking for from him this season? Because that's sort of a limited role considering who else they have back there, but it might be the, the right role as well. You know, I, I came up, I failed miserably with a couple of nicknames for Isaiah Simmons over the last couple of years that we don't really need to revisit, okay? But I have a new one for no. 2023. Oh, no. It's Isaiah the Intimidator, with okay. all due respect to Dale Earnhardt. Mm. He needs to be back there, Luke, is that deep center field safety at 6'4", 230-something, just looming in the passing lanes, down the seams. Just, just I, if I was him, I would put something on film in the preseason where I just jack stomp a receiver. You know what? I'll take the flag. I'll take the 15 yards, but I'm going to put it on film. So Terry McLaurin sees it, that they know you can't just go over the middle or try and test me down the seams. Oh, by the way, I run a four, three, nine, seventh fastest 40 of anybody in my draft class. So let's just put me over the top, see what I can do to go sideline to sideline at that deep safety position and if you want to throw downfield, uh, go go ahead at your own risk. 
Paulie, what do you want to see tonight? What are you hoping to see? It's the first preseason game of the preseason, of course. What are you hoping to see? This pains me greatly because I, I kind of sound like Ron Wolfley when I say this. Oh, no. I want to see what the scheme looks like. <laughs> when, when Ho- yes. When, yes. When Hollywood bro- okay, so last night, Luke, um, I, I teased something on the Big Red Rage, and because Wolfwin shut it in the next segment, I never paid off the tease, and it was, what does Hollywood Brown see in this offense? So here I am 17 hours later, I'll pay it off. Twice now, Hollywood Brown has told the media that he sees a lot of Baltimore's offense in Drew Petzing's scheme. Really? Now that's interesting. Mm. Okay. But honestly, we've seen a little bit of everything, have we not? We've seen the 13 personnel using all the tight ends like Baltimore has done. We've seen the power run scheme. We've even seen in some of the public practices Clayton Toon running quarterback power. There's been a little bit of everything. So what is it going to look like tonight? And how much are they going to put on film on purpose? You can go one of two ways, right? You can hide everything or you can show everything. And maybe they show quite a bit and a variety of stuff just to give Ron Rivera something to think about week one. Paulie, you look at this uh, draft class, Cardinals, nine rookies, plus, you know, any of the undrafted uh, rookies that they brought in. And I'm going to, I'm going to make you not answer Clayton tune because that name has already come up and it's come up a lot, but who are a couple of these other rookies you're looking at tonight? Well, there's the two guys you're really counting on Michael Wilson, the receiver. They're counting on Keytrell Clark, the corner, they want these guys to be in the top three at each position, be in the rotation, maybe even battle for a starting spot. But you know, I'll go with two other guys off the off the radar a little bit. Dante Stills, who's really the only true three technique they have. If you talk to some of the coaches, uh, he's so athletic, and he had so much experience at West Virginia. He had more than fifty starts at West Virginia. So how much is he a plug-and-play guy, especially that defensive line room is a land of opportunity, I think, more than any other position. And then there's Owen Papo. You know, you look at that inside linebacker spot, and there's Kaiser White and basically everyone else. And Owen Papo ran a 4 3 9 40, just ridiculous for a guy his size. He's been really quiet in terms of, you know, meeting the media and so forth. But that inside linebacker spot, I think, is more open than a lot of people imagine. So if you're going beyond the quarterback, Clayton Tune, I would definitely look at those guys. And then as soon as B.G. Ojolari comes back, I mean, come on, guys. He was first team all SEC. If he gives them two preseason games of really good film and he shows capable, there's no doubt he'll be part of the rotation week one. You know, Paulie, uh, I asked David this. I'm going to ask you this as well, the same question. If you could only pick, if you could only pick one player to really flash tonight and play well, who would that be and why? Uh, I already named Isaiah Simmons. That would probably be number one. So, um, Really? Isaiah. Honestly, honestly, I just – I. What is his role? Again, I, I said this in the offseason. He, he's like the equivalent of an NFL inkblot test. What do you see? Everyone sees something a little different. Does he have a place, a true position in the NFL? He's a ridiculous athlete, but does he have a spot? Beyond that, I, I want to see Zayvon Collins. I'm intrigued by what Dennis Gardeck says and Josh Woods, what they say about he doesn't even know how good he can be as an edge rusher, that he has all this upside, that a lot of coaches think he should have been moved outside linebacker immediately after the draft that even during the draft process, a lot of talent evaluators thought he was much better suited to be an edge guy than an inside linebacker. Okay. Denver's not known for their, for their offensive tackles. Mike McGlinchey is hurt, 
So, you know, hopefully you're going to see Zayvon Collins out there dominating off the edge tonight. Paul Calvisi, you're calling the game with Drew Stanton tonight, right? That's correct. Uh, I've been getting some, uh, I'm going to try and bust Drew on the air um, to, you know, help pay back all the razzing he gave David Blau back in their Cleveland (laughs) days. So David made sure to point out that he was four time all academic Big Ten. Uh, you know, that's territory that Drew never sniffed. So, you know, it could get extremely real tonight. We'll see. <laughs> nice. Polly, God bless, man. Talk to you later. Thanks, Polly. Uh, pace yourself, Wolf. Yes, I'm trying.